0: Well, I gotta show you my bracket at some point. That's personal. You can show me your bracket after the show. You can be my bracket anytime. Good lord.
1: Hello! (laughs) Hi! Speaking of brackets, I need that. And welcome to the Media Boat Podcast. This is not a bracket. This is a podcast. This is a podcast about movies, video games, television, and music news. Not necessarily in that order, but some sort of order. Uh, Today is March the 20th. Yep. It's uh, 3.20, y'all! 3.20, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody made that joke on Twitter today, too. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it wasn't me, but
0: someone did. Uh,
1: but yeah, it's uh, the episode 167 of the Media Boat Podcast. My name is Matt. His name is Mike.
0: I'm Mike. He's Matt. We are it's the Media Boat Podcast. Yeah. And we've got quite a doozy ahead of you. Some big TV uh, movie news and a really big... Video game news. Oh, so oh, much, shoot. so much news. So, um, a couple thoughts, I guess. Yeah. But before we get to any of that, right? We start our show at the top with
1: the weekend box office. Yes, we always start with movies, and we always start movies with the weekend box office numbers. Your number one was predictable, uh, holdover from last week. It's, of course, you guessed it. the one and only Brie Larson, uh, Captain Marvel, was your number one movie again. Yeah. Sixty-seven million dollars, adding to its total of two hundred and sixty-four million domestic. Yes,
0: it is a fifty-five percent drop with a seven hundred and sixty million dollars as of today. Worldwide. Worldwide, seven hundred and sixty million. Insane for being out two weeks. Yes, uh, safe to say this thing is a hit. This thing oh, yeah. will hit a billion. Easy, easy this time. <laughs> Won't even
1: have to think about it. It's like. A slam dunk. Basketball. Basketball. We'll get there later. Uh, but yeah, number two, coming in number two, uh, your family movie, Wonder Park, with $15 million. Five Feet Apart, your other debut last week, uh, that's number three. That's the Cole Sprouse. I'm sick. <laughs> uh, $13 million for that. How to Train Your Dragon, in The Hidden World, uh, is hanging out at number four uh, with $9 million. That's at one hundred and thirty-five those movies make money Mm -hmm. and uh, lastly rounding up your top five Tyler Perry is a Medea family funeral with another seven million dollars adding to a
0: 58 million dollar total not great right Um, just a quick side note the Lego movie part two uh, came in at sixth and its uh, total haul reached 102 million so hey it crossed crossed it It crossed
1: 100 it won't make its money back that's those are expensive movies yes Uh, but hey it did okay It'll make uh, uh, some money in home video release, I'm sure.
0: Oh, yes. All those streaming deals.
1: Also, uh, uh, while we're on the subject of movies, I should bring up the, that, uh, this uh, important point. If you have not seen Into the Spider-Verse, it is now out on Blu-ray and DVD. So go to a store. Pick that up if you haven't done so yet. Uh, let me be yeah. right back and do that. Right. Exactly. I am getting a copy by the end of this week. Okay. I'm very excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways, a bloody birthday present. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is happening. We I will re- have rewatched that by the time we podcast again next week. Perhaps Sounds good. Yeah. upcoming uh, this week, uh, a big one. Uh, big movie coming out this weekend. Uh, hey. We both
0: like to get out. Did we?
1: Yeah, we did. We did? Yeah. We okay.
0: Did. I remember not seeing it in theaters. Catching it at the very end of yeah. the year on streaming when it came out. Right. I liked it a lot. It's fine. Um It's Academy Award winning Jordan Peele. Right. For writing. Well, he's back. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. With us. Who? Us. Me? The movie is titled Us. Is it Us or is it U-S? It's Us. Okay, it's Us.
1: Uh, but yeah, the movie Us, uh, Jordan Peele's next horror uh, film. Looks way scarier than Get Out. I'm a little
0: intimidated by This is based off of a Twilight Zone episode. Yes. Uh, Fittingly because... He's he's, (laughs) your new host of the
1: rebooted CBS All Access uh, Twilight Zone.
0: Yep. Uh, So yeah, that is your solo debut uh, this weekend. Yeah, However, got out of the way. However, that is not your only film you can see this weekend. Okay. As if you are a Fandango member, and of course I am. Of course you are. Of course I am. Uh, You can have a chance to see Shazam! Shazam! Exclamation point. Shazam! This Saturday in special screenings uh, through the Fandango app only.
1: Now, why would you want to do that?
0: So I can review it before it comes out in two weeks.
1: a rhetorical question, but yes, thank
0: you for answering it. Anyway, Uh, so yeah, those are your movies. Yes, I'm actually busy this Saturday. I may (laughs) get to see it, may not. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see.
1: All right, well, uh, that's it for the box office. Uh, Did you see any movies that we should talk about? I have been
0: watching Marvel films uh, with my doctor. New movies. I've been watching Marvel films with my doctor. Those aren't new. Those are old. I've been watching Marvel films. <laughs> no, I've not watched anything new, but I've enjoyed uh, the retrospective of watching all of these... Uh, Going back in time. And yes, watching, watching all that. these Marvel films again. Okay.
1: Um, but yeah, no, not I also did anymore. not see any movies this week. Yeah. So that means we can move on to movie news. All right. Our first story is a follow-up. It's something we reported a while back. Uh, this is good news for those of you who like consistency in your Marvel movies. Uh, so, uh, remember how Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was left without a director, and thus was put on indefinite pause.
0: Yes, uh, following last year in June, right before Comic-Con, James Gunn was let go of this, uh, the, the Mar- Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy volume 3 directing right. debut, following some tweets that resurfaced...
1: Yeah, some ancient cl- tweets uh, from a dude who used to have his brand associated with some kind of, like, edgy stuff. You know, that was kind of his brand. It was He worked for a, a horror company. It was, mm-hmm. like, his thing. And, yeah, they didn't look great now. And, yeah, probably shouldn't have tweeted them in the first place. But does that uh, warrant removal from your uh, job after you publicly apologized from them years earlier? Probably not. So, flash forward to this week. Where Disney was like, hey, welcome back, James Gunn. He's back, and, and he will he, be indeed directing yes. Volume 3.
0: Yes, James Gunn is back, but there's actually a layer to this story. There is. So, in case you remember, uh, or in
1: case you don't remember, uh, he had another gig that he had signed on to do over at Warner Brothers. Yes. For uh, a DC Comics property. <laughs> yes. He was supposed to do the Suicide Squad
0: sequel. Yes, which apparently is not supposed to be titled Suicide Squad 2. That's a completely other separate yeah. thing, but I'm just going to break into that thing right now because it's real brief. It's uh, different. It's going to be different. They want to basically retool it and not call it Suicide Squad 2, but rather take the Marvel approach of not numbering things uh-huh. and just... Basically given a different This is another ending. story
1: in the Suicide Squad universe. Yes. <laughs> also notable here is that they'll have to because, as we reported last week, Will Smith, one of their big stars, is out. Uh, but news this week, though, is he may be being replaced by one of our media book favorites, Idris Elba.
0: Yes, Idris Elba is currently in talks. Not confirmed to right. star, but in early negotiations to replace Will Smith as Dead. Not Deadpool. Dead shot in uh, Suicide Squad.
1: So overall, I think this is all good news. Uh, maybe except for the Suicide Squad stuff. Yes. But hey, maybe
0: it's good. I don't know. It might be good. Yes. But anyways, back to James Gunn being rehired at Disney. Yes. That's not the layer I was talking about. That's not what you are talking no. about. Oh, well,
1: what were you talking about?
0: So when we reported on this back in June, yeah. um, I made a comment right before we moved on to the next story that what Disney should have done is suspend him and then bring him back, and it'll be like, yay, they brought James Gunn back. Yeah. That'd be a good PR move. <laughs> Do you think that's what this is? I don't know. I think that's what they did. That's exactly what they uh, did. Sure. Okay. They made a between uh, Alan Horn, um, CEO of Disney, Kevin Feige of Marvel, and James Gunn. Between the three of them, they told James Gunn, we're going to make a PR about you, saying that you're going to be let go from the project. But... You won't be. However, just the three of us in this room can know. I don't believe this. I don't believe it either, but... <laughs> supposedly, that's what happened. Well, no. Uh, um.
1: Because in order for them to... For that to have happened, Disney would have had to... like That makes it look even worse. Because Disney was, very obviously, falling mm-hmm. into a trap of believing stories... That had resurfaced because of some bad actors online writing about it. Uh, if that hadn't happened, none of this would have happened.
0: Well, apparently they did this specifically and waited for the story to blow over, so their Fox deal, which was in the works at the time, could continue on. But I don't, I, I don't believe that either because. Because then you're separate. talking
1: about such small potatoes affecting something large and with a momentum that could not have been stopped. The Disney deal, as crazy as it sounds, was gonna happen just because of the sheer amount of money that Disney was throwing down. Not A, a story like this would not have stopped that from happening.
0: Well, it was affecting, quote, the Disney brand. Sure, but all sorts of
1: things have affected the Disney brand over yes. the last forever since they've existed. <laughs> so And it's never stopped them. No, it's not Even in them. the 80s, when there were talks about the company being broken up and sold in pieces, the brand was still not the problem there. People right. still loved Disney properties, just not as much as they liked before. It's like, it's never been jeopardized, and this was not going to jeopardize it.
0: Right. I'm not sure how true this part of the story is. It's just what Deadline was reporting. Yeah, That their intention was to always have James Gunn direct Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three.
1: And in this case, it's important to note here that our sources, you mentioned Deadline. Deadline isn't always the most reputable source. We've had issues with being, because, hey, guess what, people at home? Deadline is owned by Rupert Murdoch. Hey, we don't like him that much. (laughs) (laughs) Just a reminder. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so uh, I always take their reporting with a grain of salt. Right.
0: I'm just reporting
1: what yes, they're report reporting. you're reporting a report.
0: Yes. Not your fault. That's what we do here. we report reporting reports. reports. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh,
1: so that's pretty much all there is to say about that story. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I'm sure that all the fans, all your Guardians fans out there are very happy to see the the man, James Gunn, who brought that universe to life, uh, at least cinematically, is back in the saddle.
0: Yes. Uh, but do note, James Gunn will still direct the sequel to Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Before he gets a chance to attack Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three,
1: so we'll see about that. Happens.
0: So, if we're looking at that film, it won't be until like 2024 ish <laughs> when that when that will come out. Uh-huh. We got quite a while. We got we got a while Until so that's a thing. We All may right. have a whole Avengers film by the time that comes out. Probably.
1: All right, let's move on. Our next story. Speaking of Warner Brothers, there was a corporate shakeup of note. That happened this past week. Studio CEO Kevin Sujihara. Sujihara. You have an U here. That should be an
0: I? Uh, Probably. No, that's not I. That is a J. Oh, that's a J? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Sujihara. Okay, anyways, uh,
1: he's stepping down. And for good reason. uh, Apparently, he used his power to get his mistress, their words, not mine, uh, Charlotte Kirk roles in Warner Brothers films.
0: Uh, I use mistress here because they said it's an affair. So it's not so somebody not... he is married to.
1: Right. This is an extramarital relationship. Right. Uh, so, after three investigations, he is leaving uh, following his tenure to turn the DCEU around. He was that guy.
0: That mm-hmm. didn't happen. Um, yeah, no, we reported on him taking it over like two years ago. Right. With his friend James Wan uh, when he started helming uh Aquabare. Right,
1: and he was also the dude, and we reported them this too, whose idea it was to make the three pillars of Warner Brothers, DC, Lego, and Harry Potter, mm-hmm. the studio's priority. Uh, his replacements are Peter Roth, who you might know as the CEO, COO of uh, WB. You also might recognize as being in a lot of corporate positions in the entertainment industry over mm-hmm. the last 20 years, because that's how I know the dude. And also, uh, Tommy Emmerich, uh, chairman of the WP Group And Kim Williams, the CFO On an intern basis Until a permanent replacement for CEO has been found uh, With that recent purchase from at and Remember that happened? Yep uh, Expect them to install one of their own In the CEO role So not somebody from outside Probably some, somebody from, who was hanging out in AT&T DirecTV positions before. I could see
0: the movie from DirecTV mm-hmm. over to Warner Brothers. Somebody uh, who's had experience with programming. I could see somebody from HBO go over I definitely there. could. Somebody who,
1: say, may have like uh, been a, uh, a key player in green lighting. Something like Game of Thrones, for yep. instance. Somebody with like, a lot of wins under their belt.
0: Yes, but do note that this is specifically the Warner Brothers... Right. film division that we're talking about here. this not is the film here.
1: studio. This isn't necessarily the rest of their media empire. Uh, but yeah, that makes some sense. I could definitely see somebody from the TV uh, getting bumped up.
0: But yeah, uh, this is a shakeup of not necessarily the worst thing to happen. It could have gotten way worse. It's not like Harvey Weinstein-esque.
1: <laughs> right, no. It, it definitely, it's not as, ha- as potentially harmful as it could have been uh, like those other examples. Right,
0: but it is something that Warner Brothers is getting ahead of for good reason that there is an obvious abuse of power here that you're basically putting someone in there to good actor or not has backing of potential firings behind them Uh
1: alright well that's it for that one um we didn't have any thoughts, so I guess that means...
0: Uh, I have a couple thoughts. Wait. A couple I asked, trailers. I asked you earlier. No, oh, no, Oh, no, no. trailers. Yes. That's different. Trailer thoughts.
1: So, let's talk about some trailers. Some trailers happened. I watched a trailer. Which one did you watch? I watched, uh, Toy Story 4. Of course
0: you did. I don't know about that. Though. I don't know where that is going. <laughs> okay. I am so the worried there.
1: I am glad we're on the same page there. So, a while ago we had heard, at least it was a rumor, but now it's... Eh! For some, at least some point, some in some ways, confirmed that this was going to have uh, Bo Peep come mm-hmm. back, and that the part of the plot was going to involve a romantic subplot with Woody and Bo Peep. Mm-hmm. Seems like they're using that as a springboard for a lot of other things. As the the trailer uh, takes Woody and does pair him up with Bo Peep, but in a completely new location with a completely different like like plot there, and. I have no idea how to feel.
0: So there's like three different plots going on here. There's the plot about Bo Peep and Woody as a love interest. There's the Redux, there's Toy Story 3 Redux, where they go to a new location and say, hey, toys can be happy here, but wait, didn't we already do that storyline?
1: Yeah, that's what I thought too. It's like, we covered this. And
0: then there's the other storyline about Spoonie. Right. What makes a toy a toy? But also, there's shades of Toy Story one
1: in which, oh, Woody is gone. Let's go, or I guess that's two. It's one. It's both. It's two. It's all of them. Let's be real. It's like where like the gang is split up, and now Buzz has to to like be like, well, let's save Woody. It's like every single beat of this trailer. I did have those feelings. Like we already we went did this, this already. And then, also, like, tonally, it felt off. Mm-hmm. Nothing in this trailer seemed fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there is a f- inherent joy to a lot of uh, what Toy Story is inherently. They're about toys. It's about the fun you have with toys. Sure, there are moments of darkness in all three of the movies. Mm-hmm. But this movie, I don't know where the fun comes from. It just seemed like they wanted to to look
0: dramatic. Is the fun... And they definitely nailed that. Oh, yeah. Creepy dolls and all. Uh-huh. But is the fun from the carnival? From the road trip Potentially. Aspect? Potentially,
1: but they didn't... The trailer did not make any of those things look fun. No. They made them look dramatic. They also
0: made it look like that was taking a backseat, the fun aspect. That this was going to be... Serious and moody and mystery. And
1: it's interesting that they do this right after the, uh, at least animated films. Uh, This is their next animated film trailer after the Frozen 2 film trailer, which is also very dramatic and action-heavy, but in a way that didn't turn me off. (laughs) And I'm wondering why that is. Is it because I associate Toy Story more with, like, humor? And this is
0: not giving me any of that. I think it's because we associate Toy Story 3 with the definite ending. That too. And this shouldn't be a Toy Story 4 film.
1: And I think another reason why I, it's disappointing in a way to me, and I know this is just a trailer. We're getting way out of ourselves. Yes, this is just the first trailer. But I was really hoping that this would be a story about Bonnie and her toys. Right. And what it seems like is, no, the plot is basically ripping all the characters out of that universe again to make that the tension. Where it's like, oh, let us uh, we want to be back home, but here's this alternate lifestyle, just like two. Where it's like, here's this alternate thing that you could be doing, Woody, if you weren't home
0: with the kid. Why make one kid happy? We can make all kids and, happy. And so,
1: yeah, I just feel like this weird like feeling. It's like, I wanted so much to be in that world mm-hmm. with Bonnie. I wanted the plot to be about her life with those toys. Right. And that is not what this movie is. And that's super disappointing. Though, then again, and I mentioned this to a co worker at work today, these movies usually have a twist. And yes. they probably aren't revealing that twist in the trailer. For good so reason. So I'm hoping that there's some sort of hook that we don't see. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, this looks weird.
0: Speaking of trailers being weird yeah. and hooks, The Avengers. Edgame put out a new trailer. Yeah. But more importantly, the Russo brothers went and commented on that trailer. So
1: I have not watched this, and the reason why I haven't watched this is because someone told me that it it is spoiler-like full.
0: Which is weird to say, because Which is according weird. to Kevin Feige, yeah. the only trailers that they'll put out have played within the first 10 to 15 minutes. Yes. But within that first
1: 10 to 15 minutes, apparently they declare, these people are alive, and I don't want to see
0: who is alive. Well... Apparently, that could be fake. Oh, boy. Because the Russo brothers have said that they've shot so much footage that a lot of it is unusable in the film, so they just throw it in the trailers to make people want to see it. Also, they because a lot of it is CGI, they modify it, much like they did with the Infinity uh, War uh, trailers, where like they had stones removed or they had Hulk running with the team, which never shows yeah. up. So there's stuff in the trailers that aren't necessarily in the film, and yeah, I know that, and, but I still
1: don't want to see
0: this. It's trailer. fine if you don't want to see it. I'm just <laughs> putting it out there that they're doing this, yeah, uh, essentially because they want the um, the feelings of when Empire Strikes Back came out, right? And nobody had any idea what was going, what was going on. To happen yeah. what was going to happen. They want that type of feeling going into this film, and for and, the most part, that is still the case. Yeah. But because we're in the age of internet and media, and people literally break down trailers frame by frame, everything gets out. Everything gets out. Everything gets overanalyzed, and theories run amok. Yep.
1: yep, Yeah. All
0: right. Did you overall feel positive about it? I liked that. I didn't like. I liked that they're doing a twist on the trailers. That right. not everything you're seeing is going to be accurate. So don't be expecting everything. Like, oh, I can watch the trailer and know exactly what's going to happen no not not the case here right uh but what is the case however is something taken from real life esque is the latest quentin tarantino film trailer that came out once upon a time in hollywood
1: right right this is the one that's like tangentially related to charles manson
0: yes okay um this stars what's his name leo dicaprio What's his name? What's his name? The The Revenant. Well, you know, the good-looking guy. But there's two good-looking guys in this. Because uh, it stars uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as the actor, and then Brad Pitt has his stunt double. Okay. Which I thought those would be reversed, but I guess not. Why not? (laughs) Uh, I guess, does that make Leo more handsome than Brad Pitt? I mean, Leo's more
1: traditionally like attractive. I think Brad Pitt is a little scruffier now. He is. And so I think he works in that role. Alright.
0: Yeah. Anyways, that trailer's out. Um, it looks funny. Uh, looks good. Um, Interested to see where that thing goes from the second trailer. And I'll probably see it. Because mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino. Yep, because.
1: I mean, he kind of lost me uh, like three movies ago. So I don't know how excited I
0: am. But uh, I didn't say I was excited. I just no. said I see it. Let's just so you see it.
1: Alright, anything else uh, to talk about before we move on finally to
0: television? No, I think that's it. Alright, well, let's talk about TV, and we always start TV with sports. Alright, so uh, we still have some NFL free agency going on.
1: Moves still happen, like moves just keep on happening between teams. And uh, this week we found out the fate of one of our favorites. Blake Bortles! Blake Bortles, Double B himself. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguar is no longer a Jaguar, and he's down, coming down here to Southern California. He's a Ram. He's a Ram now. So yeah, he's, he's a, a backup star. quarterback. He'll be the backup quarterback behind uh, Jared Goff.
0: <laughs> this means preseason's going to be rocking. Yeah, uh, I'm very uh, excited. Yes.
1: Why can't we have? Why couldn't we have had our hard knocks season this season <laughs> instead of? Before? So
0: apparently, there's a rumor for hard knocks that's yeah. gonna be in Oakland and the Raiders and oh. their final season in oh. Oakland before they move. That would be really smart. That would they be smart. They should do that. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, but yeah, so Blake Bortles, uh, and of course off the podcast we made a bunch of jokes about how, well, this is, the, you you said astutely that this is their uh, the good place's opportunity to get Blake, Bo- Blake Bortles on the show. Yes. It was like, he'll be down here.
0: Yeah, he'll, he'll be there. He'll be you, you you down, down here. drive
1: away for an hour shoot. There's some crossover, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah, like, definitely get him on a guest spot. Good place, that'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, also, uh, making moves... Uh, Randall Cobb uh, to the
0: Cowboys. Yes. Uh, wide receiver of Green Bay to the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Dak Prescott's going to sure. throw to Cobb. That Dak Prescott, though. That Prescott, though. <laughs> uh, but uh, he's s- not the only Green Bay Packer to be leaving. Von
1: Taze. No,
0: before that. I've got nobody in between Ronald. Oh,
1: I missed Clay Matthews. Yes, he's also coming to the Rams. Yes, long hair, his luscious locks
0: and everything. (laughs) Uh, Long hair and everything, coming to the Rams.
1: Yep. Oh, but then yes, and Von Von Vontez.
0: Vontez. Vontez, perfect. Yep, Mr. (laughs) Perfect. Mr. Perfect (laughs) Uh, goes to the Raiders. Speaking of the Raiders. Yeah. Speaking of the Raiders. uh, Yeah, he goes from the Cleveland. Cavaliers. No. Uh, No. Wrong (laughs) team. uh, Not Cleveland because it's Cleveland Browns. Uh, uh, No. The other Ohio team. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals to um, the Raiders. Oh, there you go. Yep.
1: Uh, Moving on in sports uh, to baseball. As we mentioned or at least hinted at a couple weeks ago, Mike Trout uh, now has the largest Major League Baseball contract at a 12-year... Contracts were
0: $430 million. So remember how we talked about uh, $300 million uh, for Mike Machado?
1: Last record.
0: Being the record. And then that got replaced by by Bryce Harper by 320 for 13 years? This one's now $430 (laughs) million. Uh, Yeah, but at least this one comes with some hardware behind
1: him. Yeah, I mean, of course, Mike Trout. Two times American League MVP, four times runner-up for it. So he will yes. remain an angel yes. that for the means, time being. <laughs> that
0: means in all six of his seasons, yeah. he is placed either first or second in American League ML, or uh, MVP voting. So does he do it again this year? I mean, he kind of has to now. Yeah, like, he has to <laughs> prove all that money Prove is worth that it. money. <laughs> uh,
1: well, uh, that'll be exciting uh, to see. But you
0: know what this means, right? What? The Angels are going to somehow run him to the ground and he'll oh. get injured. But he got paid. Yeah, he got the money. He That's got paid. News.
1: All right, we'll see. Uh, next up, and of course, the sport that most of you are watching right now, NTAA basketball tournament bracket has been set. March Madness has begun. Yes. Madness has set in. Do you have your bracket?
0: Yes, I have two brackets. All right. One is called uh, Perfect University. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, the other one is called Texas Forever. Because in my finals uh-huh. for that, I have Texas Tech playing Houston. Okay. In, in the finals. Who's, who's, who's your pick? Also, for that bracket, I, any Texas team, I just automatically put them through. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, the first two rounds. All right. Who's your pick to take it all? Uh, my actual pick to win it all is Michigan. Okay. Um, I have them beating uh, Gonzaga, I think. Ooh, Gonzaga again. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll but see yeah. what happens. Um, get your brackets in. Brackets close Thursday. A uh, million dollars or billion dollars or whatever is up for sale. to you get a perfect bracket, of course, nobody ever does. Nobody ever does.
1: The pres- the former president, Barack Obama, doesn't even get a perfect bracket. And you would know no.
0: some things. Yeah, there, there's always <laughs> a thing about the perfect bracket. million dollars automatically. Ten million. Warren Buffett's thing, whatever. Yeah, whatever uh, it is. But, yeah, it has to be perfect all the way through. And no because it's March Madness, no one is ever perfect.
1: But what is perfect, though... A 200th race. Kyle Bush, meanwhile, NASCAR town, has apparently won his
0: 200th race! You're putting that in quotes. Yes, I am. Why are you putting that in quotes? I'm putting 200th in quotes because this does not. So this includes official NASCAR races, truck series races, and the Xfinity races, basically the D League races. Why is he still racing in the D League races? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, to he, win them, I mean, it's basically to pad your stats, right. which is why I put the two hundred in, in quotation boats, marks. Yeah, that's padded. Because to do the trucks and the D League and the Xfinity series is like why when you're obviously a professional racer racing against mm-hmm. up and comers, right? There's no need. You're not trying to prove anything. Like oh, like LeBron's dunking on a bunch of uh, NCAA teams. <laughs> why would you do? <laughs> why would you do that? that?
1: Uh, and then, lastly, in a roundup, sports. Not even
0: LeBron. Not even. No, uh, Mike. like, like Michael got? Jordan. Like <laughs> Michael Jordan now, right. against playing against, against get, college, get, guys college guys college. now. Like, Never. why? You don't need to do that.
1: Right. All right, now wrapping up sports, and of course, the last two sports we got to talk about: uh, basketball, professional basketball, and hockey. Uh, Ten games left in their schedules, so Uh, countdown begins. Yeah,
0: that's ten games per team, so it's roughly two and a half weeks. Two and a half more weeks. I went to a
1: a professional hockey game this week.
0: Oh, how professional was it? Wait, you did?
1: Yes, I did. Uh, Mark uh, uh, needed somebody to use his ticket on, so I went on uh, uh, last Sunday night. Sunday night, and I saw the Ducks win uh, against uh, the Florida team. Okay. Yeah. I think there was a giveaway for that one. They got a towel. Did you get a towel? No. I was there as Nicole's surrogate. <laughs> to get so towel. I picked up a towel, but I gave it back to Mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so he got two towels. So he got two towels. Ta- anyway, so yeah. Two towels. That, that game, uh, apparently they didn't want to win that game uh, because... They're afraid that uh, if their uh, record is better than, say, the Los Angeles Kings record, the LA Kings could pick up a better draft pick. Yes. <laughs> Lose for Hughes, as we're <laughs> saying. Yes. So, so, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. But, yes. Um, Ducks still are not that good.
0: Moving on. All right. Moving on to TV news.
1: Let's talk about TV news finally. And we're out of sports we going to talk about television proper. First story is an international flavor. Uh,
0: so this is just about Fox News in general. Um, yeah. Murdoch, it's long there, but we can just skip through the main parts here. Well,
1: uh, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you uh, my interpretation here. Channel was removed from the air. Oh, sorry. We're talking about Sky News. Yes.
0: Uh, not Fox News, but Sky News, but still... Same company. Same company, Robert Ailes, uh, yeah. Fox News Corp. That's the big
1: Murdoch umbrella right there. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Mur- Murdoch, Ailes, yeah. whatever. Exactly, Ailes is out. Yeah, he's yeah. been out. You're, yeah, you're thinking Murdoch. Yep, I'm thinking Murdoch. But yes, Sky News was removed from the air in New Zealand following, of course, the Christchurch shooting that happened last week in, in a mosque. Uh, the uh... hold on, it was removed to ensure that the rolling coverage uh, in New Zealand did not quote compromise ongoing investigations as they continue to show footage from the scene. That decision came after New Zealand police asked the public not to share footage of the attacks on the mosques. Quote, it will remain off-air until we are confident that the footage won't be shared, said a uh, spokesperson for Sky Australia. Uh, Meanwhile... well, so, yeah, first of all, I guess first we should of all, briefly talk, yeah, about, talk that. about that. So, uh, yeah, that shooting happened. Uh, of course, our, 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 uh, our thoughts go out to the people affected. Yes. But uh, um,
0: thoughts and prayers are not effective not when you have a, a functioning government that does what? stuff. They did.
1: That's the crazy thing about the story. Yeah. And what people here in the US should take note within 10 days of the massacre, uh, the New Zealand government actually took action and banned assault weapons. Mm hmm. Boom. Done. Period. End of sentence. Like, they didn't have to talk about it. They didn't have to dwell on, like, the ifs and buts and and all the, the things around it. No, they just did it. Yeah. They just did it. Cause and... They needed to do and it. And
0: look at all the protests that are going on for it. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Nada. Zilch. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, um, apparently also <laughs> on Fox News... Um, yes. I think it's Fox News, not Sky TV. It may be getting that mixed up. Okay. But one of the reporters was... Reading the Manifesto on yeah, air... Yeah, also a no-no. Yeah.
1: Don't do that. They reading
0: the Manifesto on air to prove that it wasn't race-related. Yes. I
1: do want to note, though, uh, the Manifesto, uh, which was posted on um, a very eight. popular uh, internet board that I was trying not to promote here. Fortune. <laughs> it was the 8 one. Yeah, it was uh, the eight. But yeah, it, it basically, a place where this kind of thing, uh, this kind of, kind of, like, um, hate these hate groups uh gather
0: well if anything it made me aware that there's down eight out there (laughs) yeah there
1: is in fact there was another story we didn't actually report on this podcast that involved eight chan uh but we did not report on it because i the tide had already ended it was video game related this happened a couple weeks ago anyways uh but yeah uh it was it was yeah it's not great uh and yeah there's a whole lot of there's a lot of layers to the story but anyways, that's not the end for the Murdoch umbrella about being in the news this week.
0: No, because here on the safe side, we also had some controversy. Yeah, meanwhile, here in, on Fox News, the channel
1: pulled Saturday's episode of Judge Janine after the personality made remarks about Minnesota Democrat Ihan Omar asking the question... Is her adherence to the Islamic doctrine indicative of her adherence to Sharia law, which is anthetical to the U.S. Constitution? Oh, which of no, course, no, no,
0: you can't say that with an actual, like, <laughs> sincere question. Right. You have to say it in her own voice. Yeah, where, where she said it as a statement. It's yelling. A statement yelling. It's dumb.
1: <laughs> Long story short, uh, so uh, uh, Rep- uh, Representative uh, Omar uh, said some things uh, that... Some people uh, thought were quote anti-Semitic. I'm using quotes on purpose here, uh, and uh, just because she was basically calling out some uh, some hypocrisy uh, going on uh, from the the uh, uh, the from Israel and, uh, towards Palestinians, uh, that kind of caught fire, and a lot of people were kind of gl- glomming onto this, especially television personalities. This was an example of that. Mm-hmm. Basically, Judge Janine, you know. Was
0: was stemming Just from that, and, and, and made these comments, basically from going that as far targeting. as being like,
1: "Oh, well, it's her faith. It's it's her it's her faith as a Muslim uh, that is causing all of this. Not necessarily the case."
0: Well, anyway, I, I mean, if we're going to go on faith, then surely it's the faith of other stuff that happens because yeah. everyone is, you know, completely of faith values. So you know, when Fox, Fox
1: News themselves has to make a statement about. How what their personality statements do not reflect the views of the network as a whole. When they have to do
0: that, you know somebody messed up. And not, not just make statements, but pull it off the air.
1: Yeah. Speaking of off the air, a handful of advertisers also pulled their ads off of her show, including NerdWallet, Novo Nordis, and Let Go. Um,
0: yes. Also note that these are not the first ones to leave Fox no. News in no. general.
1: A lot of other brands have, yes. and so. So yeah, uh, just a continuation of the toxic atmosphere that all those companies under the Fox News umbrella uh, have had and have had, had and have dealt with, and it just is not stopping and not slowing down. It's just this breeding ground for this kind of thought that is just—it's uh, just the worst. Anyways, let's eat. move on to another story that is. The finality. This is the bow on the package that we've been wrapping for you so,
0: for the last year. So, with Fox News being the evil corporation, does that no. make it? No, we're not going to go that way. Yeah, we not Okay, yeah, yeah. We're talking about Fox News, but the
1: Fox parts that people liked, yes, the internet entertainment properties, as you know by now, because we've talked about it so much, <laughs> is now owned by Disney.
0: Yes, the deal that started at the end of 2017. Has reached its finale. As of today.
1: As of this morning.
0: As of like 12.02 a.m. Eastern Time.
1: Uh, 21st Century Fox and all its properties is officially a Disney property. Uh, that became official this morning. As such, Fox Corporation will emerge to retain the assets that Disney is not buying. So that company will be called Fox Corporation.
0: Yes, uh, that would consist of sp- news, basically.
1: Yeah, Which we
0: knew. Yeah, which we knew what was going to happen.
1: Uh, Disney expected to pay about thirty-five point seven billion dollars in cash and issue three hundred and forty-three million new Disney shares to finance the transaction, as previously
0: reported. Right. The tra- Current. The transaction itself is at seventy-one billion. Yeah. I think total. total?
1: But yeah. Twenty-first uh, uh, Century Fox shareholders will have until five p.m. on Thursday to choose the amount of cash in Disney stock to receive end this transaction uh disney will be assuming 13.8 billion dollars in net debt from the uh, previous company the website by the way has already been updated over on walt yeah. if you go there you'll see the banner and now includes the shape of water avatar deadpool the simpsons and atlanta which are now yes all <laughs> disney properties uh
0: do you know shape <laughs> of water is the most recent best picture winner between the two well
1: Yes, but, but not including the most recent winner, but yes. What do you mean? Yeah, it is. No, we had a new... Our new Best Picture winner is Green Book. Yeah, but that's not a fox. Yes, I'm, I'm just saying. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying.
0: Between the two, their <laughs> most oh, recent... yes, their most recent. Yes, between the two, their most recent is um, Shape of Water... Uh, Avatar, two billion dollars. Of course, you're gonna put that on there. Yeah. Also, the Avatar ride is in um, Disney World yep. Animal Kingdom. There's reasons for them to reasons be for that to throw out, that to out there. there. Uh, Simpsons is probably the biggest thing associated with Fox. Period. Yeah, uh, I mean, it built the it built the, their television network, built their animation department essentially. Oh, yeah, also didn't have
1: one before. Uh, so yeah, it's like there's all sorts of reasons why they would yes. choose these. Also, FX's Atlanta, of course, is the crown jewel of FX right now, right, and has won the many enemies. That so, of course, yes, and
0: highlight. Deadpool being a Marvel property now officially a part of Disney and making
1: huge amounts of money in its history. Yes. That's an, also a no brainer here. Yes. So they're <laughs> proud of their new acquisitions. Is basically what this says. That on day one, they're willing to be like, yeah, this is part of the big happy family now.
0: Yeah, we, we knew this was going to happen, and we have everything ready to
1: roll out. It's just weird to see it being real, you know? Like, we've been talking about it so long, it, and theoretical, like, it didn't seem like it was ever going to be a real thing. But seeing that picture today, was like, oh, this is real. This really
0: happened. So that's the feeling I had when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> this you is real? It, you
1: hold it in your hand, you're like, wait, well, you no, know, you bought it digitally. Bought it digitally. <laughs> but if you had <laughs> the hell in your hand, you, if you do that, like, it's I, right like, there.
0: Like, it's actually, like, physically playing on the <laughs> yeah, TV as, the as it was like, exists. wow, this is actually going on. I'm actually watching this. This is actually happening. But, yeah, besides that, though, there
1: is really, isn't really a story here. It's just this thing's over. Yes. And we don't need to talk about it anymore. Uh, Here's the thing.
0: It's a thing. It's now a thing. Yes, Fox is officially now... Disney. Um, yeah. This this will bump up their stock. So those of you who want stock in it, go get it. Go get it. Uh, it's going to be probably, possibly more. Uh, before this transition, yeah. it, it was trending at about like $97. After this, it went up to like 113 Yeah, it's, I saw That's what I saw this morning. this morning. Yeah. yeah, So this is just rising. It's just going to go up from there because Disney is basically gold at this point, printing its own money. Uh, but much. this does also mean that... Uh, a lot of Fox stuff is Disney and thus Anastasia is a Disney princess. Oh yeah, that finally happened. That finally happened. Weird. Okay.
1: Alright, let's move on. Uh, That's it for television news. Do you have any thoughts? I have one uh, thing written down here. I have one thing written down. That was on television
0: this week. Yes. Uh, I decided to, after watching Master Shift Jr., as I do, as you do, as I do, uh, decided to stick around and watch the premiere of Rob Lowe's hosted Mental Samurai, I don't even know game what this show is. on Fox.
1: I don't even know what this is. I don't know what the, 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 where this came from. What is this?
0: So uh, contestants strap into a space uh, pilot vertical zero g ball thing uh, that rotates, <laughs> Okay. and they have to answer twelve trivia questions uh, based on knowledge and memory and sequence and stuff. Right, there's one more. I forgot what it is. Okay. Mind or something. Okay. Uh, but yeah, answer twelve questions. You win ten thousand um, dollars. Sounds easy, right? Sounds easy. But <laughs> you only get five minutes. Ah. There is no breaks. The clock is constantly ticking. You get one question wrong, you fail, you lose. Bye bye. Good day, sir. Yep. That what's that premise? This thing goes by fast. Oh, yeah, I bet. Oh, my gosh. They were through, like, seven or eight contestants. It was like, oh, this person just failed. This person just failed. This person just failed. Here's a person with a little backstory. Oh, they fail after six questions.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: they had one person complete it. But after you win, um, you get the chance to then go on to be the uh, Supreme Mental Samurai, whatever it's called. <laughs>
1: Uh, That's a mental samurai with uh, sour
0: cream. Uh, yeah, sour cream and guac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> you you then have a minute thirty plus whatever time you had left over mm-hmm. to answer four questions while you're spinning, and the questions get harder from there. Um, if you win, if you win all four, you win a hundred thousand dollars. Sounds easy. Again again but no but no uh, while watching this it well even without doing all the spinny stuff I still got questions wrong <laughs> uh, especially on like the, the memory stuff because it's like here's a picture take the picture away what was this thing happening like, yeah oh I have no idea <laughs> like, like like here's four people and their names we take the picture away. Who's this person's name? It's like, I don't know. They're all white people. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> They're all white old ladies. I don't know. They all have, like, Maude or Gertie or whatever name. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Anyways uh, the show is dumb. Yeah, it sounds dumb. And not in the... Um, Mass singer way. Kind of way where it's like, oh, I'm having fun trying to guess who it is dumb. No, this is just... Dumb. dumb yeah this is the kind of thing that will disappear
1: after one season
0: if it even gets a full season yeah uh, that being said this show looks super easy to produce uh-huh. I can see it getting another season because it's how they cheap just it pump, is because how cheap it is uh, they just pump contestants in one after another right right and it's like yeah it's but this is dumb I don't I'm not looking forward to watching it again um, this thing is a complete pass on every sense of the word Rob <laughs> Love find something better to do yeah, or just go away for a while. Or, or that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't fuck that. that. You doing. you have TV money, I assume still. Yeah, Maybe. Probably. Where's that residual check? It's probably doing okay. Where's those residual checks?
1: Yeah. All right, well, that's it then. I didn't watch anything else on TV. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's move on to uh, cancellations and
0: renewals. Yeah. All right. Renewals. Yeah, I've got nothing else for TV. First
1: up, then one, one of the many uh, Netflix cancellations that... Always seems to uh, manage to get people on the internet angry. Uh, One Day at a Time, cancelled after three seasons over there. I don't know what this is. This was a sitcom reboot of a sitcom that was from a long time ago. Uh, It had uh, gotten uh, a lot of uh, press, though, because it uh, dwelt on some um, uh, themes that are not necessarily on television a lot. Uh, I know some people personally that are big fans Of this show uh, and we're very very sad To see it go uh, so yes after its third season there will be no more uh, One day at a time there was already An internet campaign though to bring it Back and get one of the networks on board For picking it up in fact None other than uh, Hamilton's own Lin-Manuel Miranda was seen Ooh. On Twitter using his Twitter clout To talk about uh, To tweet at NBC and say hey you saved Brooklyn 9 another fan, another show that he was uh-huh. a big fan of and spoke highly of during that time, uh, and said, hey, you did this, maybe use some of your internet goodwill to save one day at a time. So, no word, though, yet on whether it will be saved. It definitely didn't have the 24 hours uh, that Brooklyn Nine-Nine did uh, where somebody came in and picked it up, but who knows?
0: It may find yeah. a spot somewhere. Um, the fact that I don't know what this is and I'm on Netflix constantly, yeah. probably going to care that there's not a... Huge audience. I believe for this. the third
1: season even premiered like a week ago. Okay. So yeah.
0: Alright, also coming
1: uh, the uh, not gonna cancel, but coming back on Starz, uh, American Gods. The series the Neil that's based on the Neil song. Gaiman uh,
0: stuff. Uh, high maintenance on HBO, we'll get a fourth season. Uh it says four season, but on the internet it said ten because it's included the web series. I don't include the web series, yeah. that's why it's four. So it's four. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that's it for cancellations and renewals. Uh, next up is deaths. We do have three deaths here. Yes. Uh, John Carl Buchler, age 66, was a visual effects artist and film director. Uh, worked on films such as Troll, Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, and many others, I'm sure. Yep. Uh, Norman Holland, age 66, film and television editor. Uh, famous for Heathers, Wild Palms, and The Equalizer. Yeah, those
0: are the the TV series. Okay.
1: Then uh, lastly, the one I uh, was uh, sad about, uh, uh, Dick Dale, age 81, uh, guitarist and surf music pioneer. He's the dude that popularized the surf guitar as we know it. Mm -hmm. Uh, you might know him from his uh, hit songs Let's Go Trippin' and Miserloo. Miserloo being, of course, the The, theme that was used in Pulp Fiction. Yes, in the very beginning opening, the guitar riff. The one uh, wait, everybody the big credits. Everybody. The one recognized. the Black Eyed stole. Yeah, exactly. You uh, recognize if you heard it. Oh it yes. Basically, uh, created an entire sound, of course, that other bands uh, picked up and ran with, such as, of course, the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. which made their career on starting using that as a starting point and then basically changing pop music in the in the result. Yeah. Also, so, yeah.
0: If you don't have Mister on any of your soundtracks, yeah. it's great. It's a good. Pump up it's song. good. Yeah, it is. it's pumped up. Yeah. yeah we uh, played that in our uh, high school workouts. Whenever that song would come out, we have to get yeah. down on our surfboards. Yeah, that's good. It's a good way to like, break off the bottom of like, oh my god, I'm lifting so much. Oh my god, we're surfing now. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, definitely uh, uh, created a timeless sound, uh, created something that's incredibly influential, and uh, a lot of rock music wouldn't have come if that hadn't have happened. Yeah. A lot of experimental guitar sounds.
0: I was surprised to see that there wasn't more talk of his death right. on yeah. my social media.
1: I, I saw a lot of stuff, but that's because I follow a lot of
0: music people, so yes. that's why. that's probably why. All
1: right let's move on then that's it for deaths which means I get to pass this off to you and we get to talk about music
0: okay and speaking we, of music speaking of Dick Dale and music we yes. start music with the billboard and we start the billboard with the Hot 100 and that's your singles chart that's a singles chart and guess who's singles ruling the charts back up back up to number one is Seven Rings by Ariana Grande yep the single Ariana Grande I assume she's single, right? Ah, uh, probably. Probably, maybe she's not.
1: She's seeing. Uh, she is seeing someone, according to um, uh, to uh, 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 Thank You Next. Her name is Ari.
0: I believe that's referring <laughs> to herself. Then I know that's the uh, joke. That's the joke. Anyway, she's dating herself. She's dating herself. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> she may date herself in a minute here. Uh, number two is Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. Still a uh, Blu-ray uh, bump. <laughs> yep. Uh, number three is Without Me by Halsey. Still up there. Still there. Uh, number four is "Please Me" with uh, Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Yep. Uh, still hanging out there, and creeping into the top five. New this week, your only new thing breaking into yes. the top five. Wow, 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 yeah. wow, wow. Period. Wow, wow. Period. What should we call it? "Wow Period" from now on?
1: Yeah,
0: Wow Period. Wow Period. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow Period. By Post Malone. It's yes, Post Malone with Wow Period. Wow, period. <laughs> uh, that brings us to our Billboard 200, our albums chart. Yep. We have Death Race for Love by Juice World. Yeah, we sure do. Why is this number one? That's a good question.
1: Uh, I listen to this. I'll get to that uh, later.
0: Okay. Uh, at number two, we have Thank You, Comma Next by Ariana Grande. Three, A Star is Born. Uh, the soundtrack for A Star is Born. Yep. Three, at uh, number four, is GIRL! All caps. Yeah, girl in all caps. Girl in all caps. Uh, by Marin Morris. Yep. And number five, Bohemian Rhapsody. So Marin Morris is the only newbie up here in the top five. Yeah, I'll
1: just really briefly talk about Juice World. Oh, really? So remember when there, when that was a string, string of uh, uh, number one records that I was listening to, where I was saying like they are all disciples, disciples of future. Yes. This is yet another one of those. It's another disciple of future. Juice World doesn't rap. That's the the different part about him. Is that ninety percent. I say 90% because I think there's one song where he kind of raps or at least has a rap-like cadence. But, like, 90% of the stuff here is him doing the autotune singing. Uh, and, yeah, it's fine. It's not as bad as some of the albums I've had to listen to in this vein this year. But it's definitely not as, like, seasoned as the stuff, like, the as, like, something like Future. Uh, but I get it in a way where I'm like, yeah, I guess people could get into this kind of sing in nature... There was one exception, though. There was a song that was really jarring and that sounded really grating to me. And uh, it, it, the chorus had a metaphor involving um, a, him shoving a gun in somebody fa- somebody's face and pretending it was his penis, and using that as a metaphor, saying that he was going to um, use. Let's say, uh, clean this up for the for the podcast here. Use it in someone's
0: face. Okay. <laughs> See, I would go with the blow-your-mind type thing. Yeah, kind of. But that's too clever for what yeah. this was. Oh, I think you're going too, fo- <laughs>
1: like too far in the clever direction. This was more like... The gun's a penis. Ah. Uh. yeah, I don't know. It's it's not my thing. Again, like I keep saying about these, but it's very much in that same vein. So if you enjoyed the the other records I talked about, I'm trying to remember the names of those people. Like <laughs> <My laughs> so Hoodie Future <laughs> and it was Yeah, yes, thank you. That's who I was trying to think Boogie of. Boogie with the hoodie? <laughs> it's better than that Boogie with the Hoodie record, but that's not saying a whole lot. So that's right. Juice World. Also, but the best thing about this though, is that the cover to this album, you should look it up. He made it look like a PlayStation game. Uh, like, PlayStation 1 game. Dude. Like, it looks like a PlayStation 1 game. Also, it's called Death Race for Love, which is a good name. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Well, if that's it, I'm glad to be moving on then. <laughs> yes. Me too. Uh, stories. But, uh, no, before we get to stories, we have new releases. What am I going to be listening to this week? Well, I don't know what you're going to be listening to this week, but... Here are the new releases. I will actually
1: be listening to a few of these.
0: Okay. (laughs) I may too. Because the first one we have is American Football.
1: Yes, the band, American Football.
0: Yes. Um, With the self-titled debut album? No, it is not a debut. But self-titled album? It is self-titled. American Football. It is
1: the third time they've released an LP with the name American Football. Wow! Just like Weezer, they never name their records. uh, Except when they do. But in this case, they don't. Uh, uh, This is... Also called LP3, to designate as the third record.
0: No, okay, never yeah. mind. Yep. American, American Football with American Football <laughs> Volume 3. Yeah, I guess.
1: Number three.
0: American Football third down. I'm going to call it <laughs> third that. Third down. <laughs> uh, next we have Andrew Bird with My Finest Work. I sure hope so. I was going to say, let us be the judge of that, Andrew Bird. Uh, we also have A.V. Tayer with Cows on Hourglass.
1: Yeah, that's what it's called. I didn't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that he means. He is one of the animal
0: collective people. Okay, that's who is. We also have X Hex with it's real. I'll be checking this out. Uh, okay, you yes. should because it's real. It is very real, and it's spectacular. Apparently, yeah. Uh, Jenny Lewis, yes, that with Jenny that Lewis, Lewis. Uh, with on the line. That's her uh, new solo record. We also have law dispute with Panorama. Lamb Chop with this is what I
1: wanted to tell you. So I want to note that that is what I want to tell you is in is in parentheses. Yes. So I had to use double parentheses here. Yes. So it's Lamb Chop this.
0: This. And then it's what I wanted to tell you. That's basically what it's going with. Yes. Uh, we also have Lucy Rose with no words left. All right. Uh... <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Motley Crue. Yes. they still Motley making Crue. music. Uh, recently, the <laughs> Grand Marshals of NASCAR. Yeah. Motley Crue. That sounds about right. Uh, so much so that he was wearing a OBJ... Browns jersey <laughs> at the start of the race. <laughs> wow, uh, we had our resident uh, giant fan over uh, to watch it, of course. and we're just like, "Oh my god, he's actually wearing it!" He's just, like, just going like this. Is so, oh, <laughs> boy, why, why? This <laughs> literally just happened. Uh, that's funny, <laughs> uh, but yes, that Motley Crew uh, with the Dirt soundtrack. I'm guessing this is the soundtrack to something called The Dirt, or it's just the Dirt soundtrack. I don't know. Uh, We're not done yet, though. Uh Uh, We have Sleeper with The Modern Age. Spiral Stairs with We Wanna Be Hypnotized.
1: Spiral Stairs, uh, one of the former members of indie band Pavement. We talked about Stephen Malkmus last week, so that makes our Pavement count, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We also have Tamarin with Dreaming the Dark. And lastly, in new releases... These new Puritans with Inside the Rose. (laughs) Bless you. Thank you. With Inside the Rose. Yes. For these new Puritans.
1: Those. Those new
0: Puritans. Yes. Not those. These. These. These These right here. These new Puritans. All right. Are we done with new releases? We are done with new releases. All right. Well, if you wanted to listen to some of these new releases before they were popular and on our track, maybe (laughs) you could have heard them off MySpace. Yeah, maybe. Although, you can no longer do that. Yes. So tell me what happened. Uh, So, remember about a year ago when Justin Timberlake bought MySpace and was going to turn into a big music creative website? That didn't happen. Uh, Well, he wanted that to happen. Apparently that didn't quite happen. It didn't happen. No, but, uh, quote, as a result of a server migration project, (laughs) any photos, videos, and audio files you uploaded more than three years ago may no longer be available on or from MySpace. Um, This is the company said this in a statement at the top of their uh, music player eight months or more ago. Why is that there? What? (laughs) Said in a statement at the top of their music player eight months or more ago. Yeah, I guess. Oh, like maybe if you tried to use their music player, it would tell you you can't. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, quote, we apologize for the inconvenience and suggest that you retain your backup copies. Uh, <laughs> tech reporter Andy Bao estimated the loss at 50 million songs yeah. by 14 million artists.
1: This isn't really a big deal, it's just interesting because there was an era where you could do music discovery on MySpace mm-hmm. and a lot of bands and artists like broke on MySpace Notably, uh, uh, Lily Allen. Remember Lily Allen? Yes. She was a big deal on MySpace, and okay. that made her famous. But yeah, so there's like several examples of like the mid-2000s uh, artists getting big because of MySpace
0: hype. You know what this is really good news for? People in their 40s <laughs> who use MySpace probably upload a bunch of different stuff uh-huh. and just... It's just gone. Yep. It's, just, it's gone. just no longer there. It's just gone.
1: Oh yeah, there's probably a bunch of also also a lot of people who are happy that they're gone. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They're happy
0: yeah. that those photos and posts and other stuff lost forever are lost forever to the digital um, graveyard. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, in terms of like music and artists, yeah, this is sucks. Um, this is why you always have a backup copy. This yeah. is why you all we always save all our files so I know where they're at. Should anything happen to our hosting site, we at least have the original files. Yes. Yes, we do. So we can upload them whenever we want. Yeah. But. But. If we wanted to go live. Yes. And do this show live. So here we are. Could we do this at, like, a festival?
1: In theory. Can we do that? Could we go, like, on a festival tour? Uh, if you if you could find one that would have us.
0: Well, how about Woodstock 50? Well, they have not us? Not that
1: festival. <laughs> they want to have us. We're not music
0: uh, we're not music, but we are music-esque, and but we who, talk about music. Who is, though? Who is
1: coming to Woodstock 15? So,
0: as we reported a couple of weeks ago, the anniversary of Woodstock was coming up, and there would be a festival for it. Right, well, here it is. Because, of course, there is. Well, we have a lineup. We do. And it is quite the lineup. It's, yeah, it's it's uh, whew, all over the place. Yeah, I'm not sure where they're going for it,
1: but Coachella, maybe? Yeah. As, Not even that, it's got like it's more eclectic than Coachella is these days.
0: Well it is. As uh, Jay-Z, mm-hmm. yes, that Jay-Z, Dead and Company, The Black Keys, Chance the Rapper, Miley Cyrus, Imagine Dragons, and That's right, and Halsey. <laughs> um Among They're the headliners. Among the Headliners. Yes. Yeah. Headliners for this thing. Right. Uh for the Woodstock 50 Festival, uh, producer Michael Lang confirmed uh, during a press conference. The event will take place August 16th through the 18th in Watkins Glen in upstate New York.
2: Yeah.
0: I believe that's where the first Woodstock... It's around was. where the, first, the, one the yes. first one In the area of the first one? Also included in the determinedly eclectic lineup <laughs> are the Raconteers, uh Robert Plant... And the sensational shapeshifters uh, run the jewels, which for some reason are not a headliner. Yeah, I guess not, not anymore. Uh, Clark or Gary Clark Jr. Cage uh-huh. the elephant. Yeah, Greta Van yeah. Fleet. Uh-huh. Janelle Monae, yeah. who's not a headliner. No. Uh, no. Brandi Carlile, Maggie Rogers, Margo Price, uh-huh. Sergio Simpson, uh-huh. Portugal comma the man yeah. who's not a headliner. No. Dawes, the Lumineers, Bishop Briggs, Pussy Riot, who's not a headliner. I know. Courtney Barnett. Not a headliner. Leon Bridges, Edward Sharp, and the Magnetic Zones. Yeah, remember Zeros. Zeros. Remember them? Yeah. Uh, John Fogarty, not a headliner. <laughs> Common, not a headliner. Young of the Giant, and... The zombies! Yeah. Not headliners? Oh yeah, and more from
1: more way, way, way more too. Like this is a crazy, crazy lineup.
0: What are the ticket prices? Probably your left leg.
1: <laughs> like this is probably stupid expensive.
0: Well, let's see, I know Coachella and Stagecoach are about three hundred for three day three to four hundred for, for date. Uh, three-day passes. So this is probably more. So this is probably 500 for a three-day pass. I guess, something like that. Plus airfare and stay. Plus you have to get to upstate New York. Plus you have to get to upstate New York because you can't like fly into LaGuardia and just take a taxi. Nope. No, (laughs) you gotta, uh, well, you can take a taxi. Yeah, but it'll take a while. It'll take a while. Uh, But yeah. Oh, something for everybody, I suppose. There's literally something for everybody here. Old, young, new, old. You said old twice. I know. Okay. Uh, okay. I said young and just, uh, new. Or, well, just check Because the young and new is old and old. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> all right. Seasoned? Young and yes, seasoned? Yes, <laughs> seasoned. Some salt and pepper in there. So, some experienced acts. Right. Well, that'll do it. Well, that'll for do for the music. Yes. All right. Any extra thoughts? Stuff you saw? Stuff you want to talk about?
1: I don't know, but I'm hungry. Let's get to video games.
0: Oh, okay, because that looks delicious. Yeah, I know. Uh, speaking of things that look delicious, video games. Video games always look delicious. Oh, Especially yeah. the ones about food. I know, like the Ratatouille
1: minigame in yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. so good. Or like the food that the cats make you in Monster Hunter World.
0: Uh, or <laughs> the food in Choboco's Mystery Dungeon. Chocobo. Chocobo's. Come on,
1: you're a Final Fantasy yeah, person. Yeah, I said chocolates. You know how
0: to say chocobo. I said chocolates, right? They're not chocolates. Okay. They're chocobos. Yes. Chocobo's. All right. Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, colon, everybody for the PlayStation Switch. Every, space, buddy. Yes, that's buddy, not body. Yes. Buddy. Everybody. uh, For the PlayStation Switch. Uh Uh-huh. Sekiro, colon, Shadows Die Twice. That really good-looking samurai game. So that, do not get that confused
1: with the one that Sucker Punch is working on. Right. That is something different. This is from From Software. This is your uh, Dark Souls-esque Game, but with samurai theme.
0: Right. This one is for the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Yes. We also have Dangarompa trilogy. Uh-huh. Yeah. For the PlayStation. Uh-huh. Uh. Four. Gen- PlayStation Four. <laughs> Generation Zero for the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. The Legends of the Legend of Heroes: colon, Trails of Cold Steel <laughs> Dash Decisive Edition. Stupidest name. For the PlayStation. <laughs> Uh, we also have the Princess Guide for PlayStation and Switch, <laughs> in
1: case you want to know how to be a princess.
0: And there's now a guide for it. Yeah. Uh, Outward for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Melky and the Legendary Alchemists colon at Atliers of the New World. That one's stupid too. Or sorry, that's At Ateliers? I don't really know what that is. I don't know what that word is. Yeah. For PlayStation, Switch, and PC. <laughs> And lastly, because as we did note, it is baseball season. Yes. MLB The Show nineteen is out this weekend the show is back. for the PlayStation and PlayStation only, because that thing is exclusive.
1: Yeah, I might uh, red box this overnight or something.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll we we out. like the uh, PlayStation, the uh, the show. The show, it's a good series. Yeah, uh, we were streaming some somebody awesome, yeah. someone awesome.
1: I just can't imagine spending sixty bucks for another one of those. No, I That's mean my problem with it.
0: Well, I mean, I the reason I bought it is because I hadn't bought one in like ten years. Right, right, right. And so it was a good Made purchase sense for at it. The time. But yeah, just like with the Madden series, the EA series, uh, there's no reason to continue buying. But I mean, yeah, year. I
1: might check it out via via Red Box for a night. That won't be hard to get.
0: No. <laughs> no, no. Not, how can I I'll be able to read box at
1: night one not have a problem. So, <laughs> right. so yeah, I'll probably do that.
0: Uh, Alright. So, let's move into video game news. And what a news cycle it was. Oh, this was a oh, week with a capital W. So, about a month ago, we noted that Google, yes, that Google, yes. would be giving a keynote address at the Game Developers Conference in Germany.
1: Yeah, nay well, they did. It oh. wasn't in Germany. It was in San Francisco. Okay, San Francisco. No, this is the this is local. This oh. is not. Uh, you're thinking of? I think um, of
0: Game GameRex yeah, or Game, something.
1: Yeah, I forget what that's called. But yes, this is not. This is GDC. This is the Game Developers Conference. This happens annually in San Fran.
0: Right. I know there's one that happens in Germany. I right, think it's yeah. also Game Developers Conference, but, but it's yeah, it's called something else. Gamescom. Yeah. Gamescom. That's thinking. what I'm thinking. Yes. But yeah, know.
1: GZ. This is the Developers Conference in San Francisco. Uh, Google said, yeah, they were going to show off something video game related, um, and they sure did. So I called this in a way, when we talked about this, I said it was probably streaming.
0: Yes, uh, I noted that they probably talk about mobile, because yeah. that's their bread and butter. Well, well, what if we said it was that, both of those things? <laughs> it was combined. But mostly streaming. So, yes. so
1: just read what I have there, and then we can talk about how we feel about
0: this. So, uh, Google's new game streaming service is designed to let you play high end games. You should on. mention it's called Google Stadia. I was going to get there at the end. Yeah, okay. Uh, but you ruined it. Sorry. St- stadia. Yeah, ruined it. Stadia. I was going to make a stadium joke. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you ruined you it. You still can. Keep going. <laughs> Not anymore. No. 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 <laughs> no. Just no. Uh, so, yes, yeah, Stadia is what it's called. S T A D I A. The plural of stadiums. You know, Yeah, multiple stadiums, they become stadia. Stadios. It's the evolved form of a stadium, or it sounds like a car,
1: like the joke that that I made on Twitter this week. They <laughs> can a stadium for t- yeah,
0: literally the stadium. Yes, I didn't realize that's what I was that's what the article I was like. The fuck's the stadium? Christy did the same thing. Christy texted me. She's just like, "What the
1: stadium?" <laughs> <It's a Stadia." laughs> So, I'm glad I had to explain the
0: joke twice. <laughs> you didn't have to explain the joke. Well, I, mean, I had to explain I, the joke at least once. Yes, I, I figured that out after <laughs> I was Google searching my news. And guess Stadia. what? I, on YouTube, it said, uh, it's Google Stadia. I was like, wait, this Google day Stadia. sounds familiar. Yeah, this is the like thing that I was talking stupid about. Stupid Stadia. That was my stupid Stadia joke. All
1: right, so what's going on with Stadia?
0: Well, this is Google's game, uh, game streaming service. Yes. Uh, where you can play high-end games on most re- most modern screens, whether it's phones, laptops, tablets, computers, or TVs. This is literally every screen. Yeah. Anything on uh, Chrome, basically. Uh, they can do this with very little download time and no loss of fidelity, uh, the company announced Tuesday. Yes. Uh, the service is launching this year. Yeah. 2019, year of our lord. <laughs> My lord.
2: Um,
0: cost or... Monetization was not discussed in the availing, but, quote, Mm -hmm. "Uh, our next big effort is to build a game platform for everyone. Uh, The Google CEO, uh, Sundar Pichai, Pikachu, said, (laughs) uh, quote, when we say everyone, we really mean it. Uh, They're going to be, quote, changing the game by bringing uh, people together who play games, watch games, and build games. They're really excited to work on this, and you didn't put any of the specs in this thing, and I'm kind of mad at you for that. Uh, Because
1: there are no specs, because this is all server-side. This is all Google technology that is working on their side that you are streaming to your device. This is not a box. There is no box. Right. There is a controller. the box does not exist. Yes. Yeah. There is a controller, but the controller is even optional. You do not need to buy Google's controller. No. Because
0: no. it is compatible with any USB controller. Uh, not just that, but most likely, if you're watching this on a laptop, mm-hmm. you have a keyboard in front of you. Also, keyboard and mouse. But yeah, so two things. Two things just to start this
1: conversation because right. I have some thoughts about this. Thing. Okay. Two things. First, first of all the key the most key part about that that paragraph is no announcement has been made about cost or how the service will be paid for this is important because as it stands today we do not know if this is a subscription-based service where you are Netflix-like and there are titles available to you that you can just press play on as long as you are paying the monthly fee to do so or if this is Like, a la carte style, where you are still paying, say, $20 for, like, Assassin's Creed, blah blah blah, and then having streaming access to Assassin's Creed, blah blah blah,
0: even though you don't own any part of it. I would assume it's that. You don't own any part of it, because according to the conference, you could be watching a trailer for a video game on YouTube, and because Google owns YouTube... You could hit play now on that button, right. on your YouTube page, and then within five seconds, that's what they said. Within five seconds, you yeah. can be playing that exact game. Right. So, that suggests either
1: an invisible pay structure or a monthly subscription. Because that does not sound like that button press scenario that they're referring to does not sound like, hey, I agree to charge me forty nine ninety five right now play, that sounds more like hey, I have access to this already because I have Stadia. Click.
0: I feel like it's the second part. I have access to Stadia. Yeah. So that sounds like a service. That sounds like a Game Pass-esque service, if you ask me. I could also see it being dual-sided, where you can hit play now, like their play now button, and it'll give you like a one-hour demo. And then if you have the option to buy it at the end. Right, yeah. I can see that happening as well. That could be the case. Just like Game Pass,
1: where Game yes. Pass like, you could own this if you wanted it. Yes. The So the second thing, number two, second thing that I, I'm conser, for, ser, concerned about is that, sure, Google is talking this big game about how uh, there's going to be 60 frames per second and 4K quality for most games. Uh, They had somebody from Bethesda go up there and say that the new Doom Doom is going to be on there and is going to run at 60 frames, regardless of what you're running it on. All this stuff, right? Right. There's one piece of the puzzle, though, that isn't discussed by them that's really important, which is people with crappy internet connections. So Google did like a demo stream thing of this technology without necessarily calling it stadia or saying that Mm -hmm. they were working on it big picture a few months ago. And when people got access to this browser streaming stuff, there were varying reports about how efficient it was. There were some people who were saying that it was really impressive and there was virtually no lag and that it was like a really cool tech showpiece. There were other people though saying that they had crappy connections and thus the streaming quality was crappy. You cannot afford to have crappy streaming quality if you're playing Doom Eternal, one of the fastest moving like shooters on the market. Like, that will require very quick reflexes and continuous frame rate. You cannot slow down in the middle of those battles because you will die.
0: This so, is a problem. I think this is running off of Google Fiber.
1: Even if it was, though, you have to keep in mind, even if it's working off of, like, the, the, the cloud service of Hulu, mm-hmm. the streaming quality, just like Netflix is only as good as your technology will allow. Right. If you have fiber, then cool. But what about that city that got fiber ripped literally from their 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 walls last year because Google was like, ah, eh, we tried it, we did we determined it wasn't right. What happens then? Like when you have a community with really crappy internet, which a lot of rural, especially rural areas in the U.S. still has. 2019, we have not solved this problem. Google's pretending like we have.
0: Well, I think Google has solved the problem. You can call for Google right now. Specific locations. Yes, you can call Google right now, and they will mail you out. Um, sure. For their for their fee. Yeah. Um, Google Fiber that you can plug into your wall and have but Google internet But it's in-house. not something
1: that's accessible for everyone. They repeatedly use the word everyone. See, I wouldn't be saying this if they hadn't repeated it over and over again in this this thing. Like, they want you to believe that this is something that's instantly accessible. It's not. It's not going to be for the people with crappy internet. It's just not realistic.
0: Well, okay. I see where you're saying this. (laughs) I see where you're coming from. But if you're a gamer... You don't have crappy internet. It'll be yeah. interesting to see if this works in mobile. Yes, because I said this works on all platforms. You don't they have better have to be, be crossing to the their Wi-Fi. fingers
1: that five G networks are really what people are saying, they right? Are. Because I don't know if four G can handle Assassin's Creed running at sixty frames right now.
0: Well, that's the other thing about this. They said that they can. That it's up to the developers that they, if they want to, or if they're able to, they can create games at 8K, uh, at 8K 60 frames, and then stream out from 8K to yeah. 4K.
1: Yeah, but even 4K is a trip for some connections. Is it what is. I'm saying. That's not a solution. That's just Google saying, like, hey, for the power users, you're good. Yeah. And, like, yeah, to a certain extent, that is who their audience was today. They were talking to game developers,
0: not to the people who this actually not, need to be sold on this. this. is not consumers. This is right. developers. This is, yeah. hey... Come, what you can do, come work for us. You can use Unreal Engine, the most popular engine right now. You can use U- uh, Unity, Unity yeah. the most popular mobile engine right now. I'm just saying that there's a little bit of disconnect for me when they're trying to
1: say, "Look at all the devices that everybody has access to that you can use also, instantly." But there's no guarantee it'll work.
0: Also, that's why there was no price point. This <laughs> is right. to the developers. This right. should get know. them on board with I their know, console again.
1: Though another disconnect. You're also saying that. When it's coming out this year, you have to get that news ahead of time, though, if it, this is something that you will be able to purchase this calendar year. Unless they're really planning on going all out at E3.
0: I could see them doing stuff at E3. Especially now that Sony's not even going to be there. Right. Also, consider that this is not a set-top box. There are, people right. are not bought, physically buying anything But they're going to
1: buy something. There's, there will be money. Yes. And
0: Google will get a chunk of it. Well, also, because this is streaming, I can see why there is no... Why well, you do this so so quickly? Because you don't have to port anything. There is no... It's not port from PlayStation to Xbox or from no, Xbox it's to Switch.
1: It's, this is the PC version of everything running. This is right. just the PC version. Right. Uh, ostensibly. Even though we're now getting to the point where if this takes up, and this is the start of a whole other conversation if this becomes the norm, then there is no version. Right. <laughs> Which is a crazy thing to
0: think about. That's the other thing they said, is that yeah. cross-play for everyone.
1: Yeah. So that's a good logic pad because so the, there, there's two options here. If this thing fails, this will just be a lot of, one, one more on the long list of, of uh, Google products that have failed, like Google+, Plus, Google Buzz+. Stuff that Google was like, put a lot of money in and R&D into. Google Plus. People just didn't didn't on to it, and it disappeared within a few years. Google Plus, in fact, just completely obliterated this week. Mm-hmm. Like, they basically said, hey, if you got anything on here, take it off, because we're shutting it all down. Yep. So, that's option one. That could very, hap- very well happen. This could just be a blip. We could not be talking about this a year, a year in the future. It could be all over. But... The scarier and crazier version of this timeline is if it does become a huge success. Mm-hmm. The entire industry as we know it, all the rules will be instantly rewritten because this is talking about a video game industry in which developers one don't have to develop for the specs of hardware. Two, don't have to de- don't have to put out a physical thing anymore. Three, don't have to worry about their their, uh, like, like physical like hardware being used to, to operate with it because they can design then just for a generic controller, not having to worry about specified controller setups. It, it, it removes the, what it also though, and, and like the negative side, removes all possibility of, of, of people actually owning video games. Oh, yeah. gone. The, the idea of owning a video game is gone forever. <laughs> no video game collection happens at this point. It changes so much of the DNA of video games that it's insane to think about.
0: Well, see, I'll think of it from a positive side <laughs> over here. Sure. Where they, what they did during the conference was they bought a laptop, the cheapest laptop out there, right. Hooked it up to their internet there. and right, right. was able to run it.
2: Yeah.
0: Screw graphics cards. No, I know. Screw CPU. Yeah. Screw all your um, M P Mac. PC Linux settings. Oh, this thing runs on Linux, by the way. Right. Um, but that's just the, the um, Linux um, app. Um, right, right. It's, it's, app, it's, application. Chrome. It's, Chrome. it's Chrome. It's Chrome. It's application. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just like, screw yeah. all your specs that you need to run this game. Anyone, anywhere right. can play this as long as you have yeah. a good connection. It does eliminate a
1: lot of the stumbling blocks that people have playing games on their PC. That is correct. Yeah. But here's another wrinkle to this it's Google. And I bring this up because Google has not had the greatest track record when it comes to privacy concerns, when it comes to data usage, when it comes to like people getting, like being sensitive to attacks, cybersecurity. It's a company that is enormous and with access to this amount of power basically with the entirety of like of all the video games you quote own unquote under this platform that's a lot of power to wield at any point they could just be like say if this was a massive failure say though if you invested a lot of money into stadia games all of a sudden, all those games are just gone. If they decide to, they can turn that switch off. Well, I
0: think that's why they're going to go with the Netflix model and stream it because yeah. you don't own all those movies. That's you what don't I'm own saying, all those TV shows. That's the problem shows. with not owning
1: those things. Is that, oh, is that if, a problem? Your corporate. Yeah, it's a problem because if your corporate overlord decides that they don't want you to play the game anymore, it's gone the next day, and you—the thing you paid money for—you no longer have access to.
0: Well, guess what? There's a shit ton of other games you can play. That's not the point. You're not paying <laughs> subscriptioners to play just one game. I'm no. not paying Netflix ten dollars a month just to only watch Marvel films.
1: It's the same. It's like the same thing about like this all only online. Remember when everybody freaked out about Microsoft when they first announced the Xbox One and they said all that stuff about how you had to be online all the time? Remember how pissed people were? Where are all those people today? Because it's exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Google has 100% control over when, what you play and when you don't at that point. They basically would say, oh this online only game, say Destiny, say the future Destiny game, now that Bungie's independent, is exclusive to, to Stadia. What if they do that? Then it is 100% reliant on those servers being up. What if Google tells Bungie one day that's like, oh it underperformed, we're shutting it down. Then people who have invested all that time and money into Destiny, gone. They can't play Destiny anymore. That sucks. Sure, you can play other games, but what if your game was Destiny? What if that was the thing? Esports, another good example. What if you invested actual man hours to practice and get good at something like League of Legends? What if League of Legends became, this is crazy, won't, but uh, Stadia exclusive? Google decides to shut it down. Boom. The
0: entire industry's gone. You That's real, a lot. You realize that by the time that actually happens where a game of any of magnitude magnitude Get so little coverage that it's eventually shut off. That you're talking about probably 100, if 100, of people that you're pissing off we, we'll compared see. to the millions of people. You're about a percent, 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 percent. I just don't
1: know why. I get it. That's a cool thing. There's really cool technology here at work, there's really cool promises that they're making. Well, here, here's the good thing about this, too. You don't have to buy into this. But what I'm saying is I don't like if it becomes the thing, what happens to everything else.
0: So you know why people were so, like, crazy when Microsoft said online only? Because you also had to buy the box. I get that. Yes, you had to buy the box because you had to, um, because it was just coming off of an era where online was optional. Right. We went into an era where online was mandatory. Day one patches. Yeah. This would remove patches completely if this was a thing.
1: I understand like I get all the positives. I'm not saying this is one hundred percent a negative. So thing. why are you playing devil's advocate? I'm not over playing here? Devil, devil's advocate. I'm telling you how I actually feel, which is this is scary to me. This is changing things so much that it's that it's that it's giving like like the industry over I just feel like it's giving the industry over to Google if this is a roll win success. If this is the new normal, that's scary to me. I don't know. It's just like... I just like... Like, I, I'm a... Tradi- Maybe this is me getting old. This is you getting old. <laughs> this is you old. not accepting the times. I like the things that... I like the, the way it's been. And I, don't, and I feel like when we become an all-streaming industry, types of video games that I like will disappear. You know what they... That's what they said about mobile games. Yeah. When the phones came out, and yeah, mobile games would disappear. But mobile games didn't preclude console games. They coexist with each other. Well, There's they can coexist here. That, that's not necessarily true. What if? So Microsoft is developed. Another interesting part to this is Microsoft is also working very publicly on a comparable service, a streaming service that they will presumably run on their devices that they they have everywhere. This could be a competitor this to this idea. If this takes off, if Microsoft also carves out a space for their thing to take off if both of them are super successful nintendo is probably fine because the switch is something so different that they can coexist in their own little bubble but what happens to sony they either have to do their version of it and make playstation now way bigger than it already is or they get lost in the shuffle they just get obliterated by the popularity of the other two then do we have a sega situation i was about to say this sounds like sega it's just it's such a weird thing to think about like like microsoft is kind of moving in that direction with some of the moves they're making right now and so what happens when there's no more boxes i don't know it just seems weird i'm not ready and i think that that they're that this is ignoring like i said at the beginning ignoring a large part of the populace can't even engage in this
0: well, that's the thing, though, that this is an optional service. It's a new service. I know it's to but what doesn't if your game is exclusive
1: to, to Stadia and you work live in a place that has crappy internet? You just straight up can't play the game.
0: Yeah, same thing with people who don't have access to Riot games that can't play Apex Legends.
1: Yeah.
0: They just can't. But people who don't have access to Fortnite just can't play it.
1: Yeah, but... How is
0: that... How's that any different? Again, because
1: they're making such a big deal about this being accessible for everybody, about making like, I think you're hooked those hooked so much on the everybody part. <laughs> yes, I am, because they wouldn't say that unless they were trying to make that their selling point. You can't make that your selling point if the, it's a lie. That's the thing, though.
0: They're not selling it. Yeah, they're selling it to developers. It's to developers, yeah. not the consumer. But they're you're a consumer. Going to be selling that to people. You're well. a consumer. You're going to be using the same. You're a port. consumer.
1: I know. They're going to be using these same talking points in June.
0: I will talk about that when they <laughs> yeah. talk about that in I'm June. I'm just saying then. it'll be the same story. They'll try Whether to sell this when we get to that to in June, or whenever they <laughs> say, they say, "Hey, we're going to sell this thing." Here's the price point you want to talk about. Here's what you need connection-wise, which they're going to talk about. Here's the the peripherals you're going to need, which they're going to talk about.
1: Yeah, I just don't. I just don't think it's going to be as accessible as they're saying it's going to be.
0: I will wait for that to happen. <laughs> okay, but for now, for now, this is thing talking, that exists. Yeah. We're talking about a ten teraflops. Yeah, ten. Okay, the PS Four and the Xbox are at four. Ten teraflops of yeah, there storage are boxes here that
1: they had to sell and not make you pay thousand dollars for. That's why. Right. This Which just is, is Google saying like, hey, there's all the stuff that we have on our server racks. Because we're the biggest tech company in the world, and that's perfectly fine. They can <laughs>
0: yes. try this. Yeah, they can try it, but we'll see. There's yes. I mean, that's why I'm like kind of you didn't put specs here because it's a game developers it conference. it
1: Doesn't matter because it's the stuff that the stuff that matters is how much this will
0: change things. You, you, uh, can true. I just shake you here? <laughs> no.
1: No. We we can disagree about this. I just it's just I don't I don't have good feelings about this. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, like you said, this thing could fail, but for now, it's a great idea. But that's pretty there all are is good point, ideas in it. A good idea. That's what we have right now. Until this gets yeah. implemented into something physical, consumers like us can't play physical. Except for that controller, I know. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, the whole thing is that it's all digital. You don't. Yes. there's nothing physical no, about no it. Let's
1: talk about something
0: else. All right, let's talk about another streaming service. <laughs> Why don't we? Something yeah. that's already been proven that has exclusives to where if you're not on it, you can't play it i about Steam here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not a streaming service. You download things from Steam.
0: Yes. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, Steam, a.k.a. Valve, uh, is going to start identifying off-topic review bombs. So, we talked about review bombs a couple weeks ago, but we're talking about
1: Fandango and movies. This week, though, this is talking about Steam and video games, because the same people who review bomb movies... Do it for video games too.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we talked about how video games would get negative reviews before the games even released. Yes. Uh, well, uh, Steam or rather Valve is planning to remove them uh, from games review scores, uh, as it said on a blog post on Friday. Uh, the company said it's built a tool that identifies a- an- anonymous 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 <laughs> du- 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 <laughs> anonymous anonymous uh, review activity. On all Steam games, uh, as in as close to real time as possible, uh, the tool then notifies a team of people at Valve who will investigate uh, whether this is true or not. Um, once the team discovers an off-topic review bomb, it'll mark uh, it'll mark the time period it happened and notify the game's developers. So, why is it notifying the developers and not just <laughs> deleting the review? Uh, probably so that they, they they are
1: aware that it's happening. I mean, maybe they don't know... Like, you make a game, you don't necessarily think this is going to be fodder for review bombs. Maybe it's a good idea to let the developer know that that exists, so that way they can be like, oh, shoot, well, let's be on guard for this. Or, maybe they're giving the developer's power to remove them if they choose to.
0: Well, in any case, the reviews uh, within that time period will be removed from the game's score right. calculation, but... <laughs> It will remain visible on uh-huh. Steam. Uh, Valve said it's making it clear uh, when users are looking at store pages, at uh, store pages where uh, some reviews uh, were removed. It's also important uh, the UI around uh, anonymous uh, review periods.
1: This is an interesting uh, compromise of sorts from the thing we talked about with Fandango, because yeah. they're leaving the reviews, the written reviews, up. Presumably, unless the developer chooses to remove them, I
0: believe that's why they talk yeah. to the developer. And like you mean. have these, could you yeah, remove if you them want. if you want?
1: Uh, this is interesting, though, that it still will affect the the thing that matters, the algorithm, um, but it will not affect the actual. Uh, it will not
0: affect the score. Text written. No, it will not affect the text, but it will yeah, that's affect the score. Sorry,
1: the, yeah, that's what
0: I meant. Yeah,
1: like that's an interesting compromise. Basically, the person who wrote it won't have their thing removed. But the impact that they want it to have will be gone.
0: The one-star review, right. zero-star review. So you won't have
1: that at-a-glance bomb, but you will have the bomb if you look closer. Right. This is, I think, a great idea.
0: Oh, this is good. Yeah. Uh, I hope more more uh, companies implement this. I also wish people would be nice. Eh, yeah, I wish people wouldn't do
1: this for something they haven't played or saw.
0: Right. But, hey, people
1: on the internet are going to internet.
0: Yep, and this and is a good way to go uh, circumvent that. Exactly. Put it on the developer saying, "Hey, this is happening. Yeah. Do what you will with it." The one thing I will
1: say, the only negative I see in this story though, is that this is just further example of Steam being like, "God forbid us pay people to do these curation things. We're going to make a robot do it," which is just Well, no, what no, they've no, done no, the, the every robot will
0: flag story. them, but then that, they'll have someone review it. That's what I'm saying though,
1: is that like every step of the way, that's always their excuse when people say that they don't do enough curation is like oh well we don't want to hire a team to do it
0: uh also note that this only happens for bombs right uh, so you have to be it has to hit like a certain, a certain number certain of, number of flags. negative reviews yeah. in order for it to trigger which is probably smart
1: yeah because you if you have like us freaking halo game when the halo master chief collection comes out on steam uh it's going to be like one or two people out there that are going to be like
0: Oh, Halo is dumb. But that's not going to Halo be so 10 years ago. Why are you right. playing this game?
1: Because that's how it happens every time. But that's not going to be bombed because a lot of people
0: play. Right. right. Uh, well, that brings us to our thoughts. And yes, uh, speaking of our thoughts, <laughs> Master Chief Halo Collection, can it be on Steam? It's not a thought. Uh, no, fact. but it is uh, other stuff we we're talking about in external games. Anything else happened this week in games? Uh, that's
1: the, for the most part, the big stories. Uh, those are the big two this week.
0: Right. Um, also note for those of you with PlayStation Plus this is the first month without all your extra PlayStation games
1: yeah I got an email in fact uh, that reflected this uh, so let everybody know no PlayStation 3 games nor Vita games will be included in the uh, pre-game promotion with Plus yep from now on and from now on forevermore you can get uh, Modern Warfare Remastered the, wow Modern Warfare Remastered right now if you want to play some Call of Duty 4 multiplayer
0: uh, yeah uh, but do note that if you have purchased these games prior, you are still able to download them. Right. Yeah, of course. Uh, as, long as, you well, as long as the server is up. Uh, playing
1: or paying for plus. Yeah. Yes. Alright.
0: Uh, I believe that's all we have for yeah, video, I didn't games. video games. Did you
1: play any video games? Did you
0: play No, I didn't get a chance to. I got too busy over the weekend. Okay. I may have a chance, may not. Maybe because it's kind of like up in the air still. But it, it could give me a good excuse to. Um, Yes, to yeah, just it watch it. Right it's up floating, up there. floating up there. Yep. Uh, but I guess that's it for us then. Alrighty.
1: Yeah, we can wrap this up.
0: Well, I have one last thing to talk about, I okay. guess. But we gotta plug this. We gotta plug it. Well one we gotta plug, but if we're gonna plug, might as well plug our, our video game brackets and video game.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say.
0: Yeah. So if you like us and you like us talking about video games, because you made it to the end of this video and you're this, <laughs> this audio. Impossibly. Somehow you did it. <laughs> Uh, we are doing a special March Madness bracket uh, we are doing video game franchises sure are and, oh boy we went through Nintendo this past weekend we went through Sony this upcoming weekend we have Microsoft on the table yeah. so if you want to get notified on that when that goes live contact us, RSS feed uh, Google Podbean, they'll go up on Sundays um, Twitter, Twitter. they'll be live on Twitter yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Check it
1: out. All right. Plug away. All right. That was the Media Boat Podcast. We'll be back next week for another episode. If you want to see us stream live, we stream live on YouTube.com. Uh, Just search Media Boat Podcast. We are usually around uh, 6 to 7 p.m. on uh, Pacific time on Wednesday night. So check us out between those times. If you want to be notified, you can subscribe to our channel. And then you'll get notifications when we go live. If you also want to get notified on social media, we're on there as well. Twitter, We're at Media Boat Cast. Facebook, we have a Facebook page over at Media Boat Podcast. just search that in your search bar. and you'll find our page like and uh, comment on that. You can also find us in podcast form and audio form if you want to listen to us just our audio, just our lovely voices. That's on uh, Apple Podcasts as well as many other RSSV driven uh, podcast services. Just search Media Boat Podcast on there. You can then also see some of our old writing at MediaBoatPodcast.com. You can also uh, find us on Patreon, where you can donate and help us out with money. As little as a dollar a month can help us out, so please consider donating over at Patreon.com slash MediaBoat. And last but not least, Twitch.tv slash MediaBoat is where you can see us play video games every once in a while. Uh, Maybe I'll get the login for that, and if I do get my hands on um, some baseball uh, maybe we'll okay. play some baseball this weekend we'll see alright that will do it then uh, we'll be back next week like I said so tune in next time for more Media Boat Podcast yep, thank you all for tuning in we'll be
0: back next week bye. with more thoughts reviews and news and we won't bite each other's heads off about the stadium next week uh, no because we'll have owned it by then alright bye, all right, bye.